Welcome to the Peak City Podcast. We're your hosts, Shane Reese, Heather Taylor Petrovich, Leif Jensen, Alexis Jensen. I'm Nick Bryant. And I'm Amber Keister, Senior Editor of Kerry Magazine. Today we are sitting with Katie Crosby, Apex's new town manager. Amber and I are excited to be here and to get to know a little more about your job and who you are. So let's get started. Katie, the first question is super easy. So broadly, what are the responsibilities of a town manager? So probably the easiest way to describe it is the town manager is the chief executive officer for the the town or the equivalent to a city manager for a city. And what made you come to Apex? So my last position, I was in a strong mayor form of government, and previously I worked for council manager form of government, so I really wanted to get back to that. And as I was looking for different opportunities, Apex came up on my radar through the recruiter. I looked at the town. It's beautiful. I love being outdoors. You know, I researched the council. It seemed like a great group of individuals to work with. Researched more about the community when I came to visit and I met the leadership team. I was committed then. So I'm, I'm really excited to be here. That's fantastic. So yeah, one of the issues that Apex has grappled with over the years is balancing growth and keeping its small town identity. What are your thoughts on it? Can we have both? I think there's ways that you can have elements of both. Um, you know, I think it's going to be really hard not to have the growth aspect of it because we've grown so fast over the years and we still have anticipated growth coming. So I think that part is is unavoidable at this point. But I think to maintain the elements is really about the aesthetics of the community. One of the things that the council has committed to is maintaining the downtown. Oftentimes when you go into larger communities, the downtown really sets the tone for the rest of the community. So that's going to be really important even as we look at the downtown plan. I also think that different things that you do around placemaking can also make a community have that that small town feel. And then just the leadership and how the leadership interacts with the community and making sure that they're touching base with the residents and that um, that the residents feel that the town is accessible. Yeah. So that's really interesting. You talked about the accessibility and you've been really out in the community meeting with people and I'm going off script, but I love to find out the various people that you've met. Sure. Well, my first few weeks, I really spent meeting all of the employees. So I visited all of the different departments. I also asked both the mayor and and some of the other council members for a list of community members that I can reach out to. So I'll be reaching out to those individuals and having one-on-one conversations and then asking them to to introduce me to others, going to, to the crisis center uh, to meet you know some of our nonprofit execs. When I'm out on my walks, I run into different people. And so that's been really interesting. It's funny because a lot of people don't necessarily recognize me, but every once in a while, there's that person that says, hey, you're the new town manager. <laughs> and then um, it, I think it also helps that I'm in a walkable community. So I've been able to meet some of my neighbors and, and talk to them and they've been able to introduce me to people. And so um, I always tell folks, you know, please, if you see me out, introduce yourself, say hello. I'm more than happy to, to meet folks for coffee, for tea, because I want to get to know the community that I'm working for. So how are you as uh, the new town manager addressing the need for diversity and inclusivity with town government in relation to just making every smaller group of people in the town feel needed and welcome? Sure. So the first thing that we're doing, we're in the process of creating a um, diversity, equity and inclusion position. And it's the acronym is ABIDE. 
uh, access, belonging, inclusion, diversity, and equity. And so the director of that position, if approved by council, will be responsible for not only making sure that there's a sense of belonging within the organization, but that we're working with individuals or our teams within the organization who are reaching out to the community to make sure that um, that they are aware of the different demographics that we have in our community and different ethnicities, and that that our folks understand how to interact with those with those communities. The other thing that we're planning for is a community engagement person. So we're looking at how we're reaching out to our neighborhoods and that individual will be responsible for getting to know our residents, understanding the different populations that are represented in our community and making sure that we're celebrating the culture and the value that that culture brings to our community and and that all of our residents are aware of how our um, demographics are made up here or what our population is made up of. So bringing on some new folks to help us with that and, and making sure that we're sensitive and empathetic to the needs of all people that live in our neighborhoods. Yeah, I think that's so important, especially going back to growth as this community grows and becomes richer with all the new people mm-hmm. moving in. It's so important to have that foundation of inclusivity. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to see those measures. What are your other top priorities? I mean, you probably have a laundry list of things you want to do, but uh, what are some other things that that yes. you, some so other priorities? I'm trying not to have I'm trying not to have a laundry list and and stay focused. Uh, so a couple things that are going to be happening over the next couple of months. The first is that we have an RFP out now for an organizational assessment, and so what that will help us do is really look at the organization and make sure that we're positioned for the growth that we're experiencing. So do we have the right number of people? to provide adequate services? And is the organization, the shape of the organization, do we have the right positions and the right departments and the right services for the community that we're serving? So that's coming online. We hope that by the first quarter that we'll have that done and we'll be able to have an opportunity to um, take that into consideration in the budget planning process. And then the second thing that aligns with that is that um, we're going to be doing some retreats with council to begin to talk about performance expectations for me, um, what are council's priorities. So between uh, September and January, because we do have an election coming up and and we know we with mm-hmm. new members are in council, some of those priorities may shift depending on the results of the election. So between now and, and January, we'll be having those conversations to get a sense of what the council members expect from me as the town manager and uh, Sean and Marty, who are our assistant town managers. And so between those priorities and what we find from the organizational assessment, I'll use that to create my performance plan. And, and that'll really shape what we do for the next, um, I would say, three to five years. In addition to that, with the growth, of course, housing affordability is something that's a huge priority for council. Uh, if you watch the council meetings and, and you hear them talk about the developments that are coming along, there's a lot of discussion about affordability and how do we make sure that we have different types of housing for the individuals that are coming here and making sure that that aligns with our economic development strategy. So as we're bringing new employers into the town, we want to make sure that those individuals that are employed by those organizations have the ability to live in our community as well. And and, and and that even our workforce have the ability to afford to live in our community. So that's something that is a priority. And then I'm sure you all are aware of the school situation and school mm-hmm. capacity. So continuing mm-hmm. to work with our partners to try to address the need of school capacity. And, you know, the town is very important that we work with our partners on that because the schools are are a function of the county. And so I think we have a great relationship now. And so continuing with that relationship and and keeping those lines of communication open about our needs. So growth is is definitely a leading issue. The same thing with infrastructure and roads and, and making sure that people have access in and out 
you know, that's not something that we directly have control over, but continuing to work with our partners to make sure that we keep those lines of communication open about our needs. If we could follow up just a little bit on the affordable housing, Mm -hmm. I'd like to reiterate, it's not affordable housing, it's making housing affordable for Mm -hmm. those. And that's only a reflection of income based in apex mm-hmm. and yes. um, a lot of people confuse that and i want to make sure that that is that that's what that is so following up and you know to close things out and to close it out on a on a simpler note if you could have a perfect day could you elaborate on on what you might do um so i think especially since i've been here i've had really good days so i don't think that's uh it'll probably shift too much from what i do on a daily basis i get up in the morning i try to walk every day i'm trying to i'm trying to run um i I tell people my pace is probably slower than a power walker but I'm, i'm trying to work that out so i try to be active in the morning you know, for me, like I'll, I'll use Saturday as an example. So I'll get up, I'll do that. I'll walk down to Mission Market. Mm-hmm. I'll get me a belief bowl. I'm very routine. So I'll get a belief bowl, which is my favorite. Go over to the Apex Market and then I'll walk back home. I may do some, I still call them chores. So I may mm-hmm. do some of my chores around the house and then I'll look and see what's happening around the region and, and find something to, to get into because I'm still trying to, to figure out what's the social scene like and, and what are some of the different things that I can take advantage of. So that's a perfect day for me. I really like being outdoors. So so anything that'll keep me out the house and that just allows me to get rest and relaxation. So I'm ready to serve on Monday morning. That's great. Yeah. So I'm interested. I love that you talk about the walkability of Apex and that is absolutely a draw. So I'm just interested because you spent most of your life, it seems like, in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, any things contrast, maybe something you miss there and something really special that stands out here that... So walkability is really important. So I, the last three and a half years, I, I was in Toledo and where I lived, it was right off of a bike trail. So that, so I was able to walk and, and bike. And so I, my things are still in storage because I was trying to decide, you know, if I wanted to buy a house immediately or stay in an apartment. So I'm, I'm getting ready to get my things out. So I'm looking forward to getting my bike. It is hillier here. So um, I'll have to work on my endurance there. So I'm looking forward to being able to ride my bike. When I lived in Dayton, where I spent most of my career, it, it was the park system. And so we have great parks here. So I'm really eager to get out and look at all of our parks. But I had this one park that was my favorite and it connected all of the parks connected. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they connect here um, and, and being able to walk through the park. So those are some similarities. I think the biggest difference from Apex and previous roles that I've been in is that Apex is a growing community and the communities that I've been in have been declining communities. And so I think one of the things that I bring to this role is not just, you know, being able to understand what a larger community needs to be able to service its residents, but also having the understanding of that, you know, once that growth stops, what are the potential things that we need to be prepared for and and proactively address on the front end? Uh, So that's probably the biggest difference is that the growth here versus communities that are declining and, and living in legacy communities that really were impacted by manufacturing. That's a really interesting contrast. And as you say, I mean, the parks and the greenway system here, it's just one of the best things about Apex. Mm-hmm. Anything else to follow up with? No, I mean, I am so excited to be here. It's, you know, so far, I think I've been here almost two months and it's been a very rewarding experience. Everyone has been so friendly and welcoming. The team that I work with has been awesome. It's a really talented group of individuals and I'm just looking forward to learning more about the community. As an Apex resident, I can't say enough about town employees anyway. So it's it's good to hear that from a supervisor's position. Thank you. 
Well, Katie, it has been a pleasure to speak with you today. Uh, We here at the Peak City Podcast really appreciate the time that you've spent with us today, and we look forward to seeing and speaking with you soon. Thank you. Up next is the news. This month in the news, we have Apex's Streets and Sidewalk Bond. During the November 2021 general election, citizens of Apex will have the opportunity to vote on a proposed bond. The bond referendum for the amount up to $42 million will be used solely for street and sidewalk projects. The pedestrian projects alone would include an estimated cost of $9 million. Accelerated completion of sidewalk and crosswalk construction to provide pedestrian routes to Apex schools. It also would include railroad crossings and complete sidewalk gaps along two gateways to downtown Apex. And it would focus on pedestrian travel by completing sidewalk gaps along major roadways. For more information, please search 2021 bond at apexnc.org. If you are watching building projects, the Tap Station Brewery at the old Holton Sons location has a flag on top of the steel signifying it's topped and done. The rest of the building should be completed by early spring 2022. Additionally, please keep an eye out for some new businesses on Salem. Also, please keep an eye out for some new businesses that are going to be opening up on Salem Street this fall. And in the meantime this month, please take the opportunity to remember the 20th anniversary of 9-11. All that died that day and all of the brave souls that have fallen or put themselves in harm's way every day for this country. Thank you so much for listening to the Peak City Podcast, and we'll see you around town. Peak of Peak